Welcome to the Wild Podcast, where movement becomes your way to expansion. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 3 in this series, Energy to Move. So, episode 3 is talking about overcoming our resistance to movement. So I think this is a really huge one um, and it kind of combines everything that I've spoken about in both episode one and two also. So in the first episode we talked about, well I talked about how our emotions can be really tied to our energy levels and how it doesn't, it food plays a huge part in where we get our energy from but there's also this emotional energy that we feel and sometimes because we're insecure in our bodies and we feel uncomfortable in our bodies we feel emotions that feel really draining so from that point from that starting point it can be really difficult to start a movement practice so in that episode it's all about changing your emotions and your view on movement so you can therefore get more energy to begin a movement practice and knowing that Um, happiness and fulfillment and self-confident really comes before the movement and during the movement and you don't um, you don't only solely go into movement to feel that you can unconditionally have that with you to maintain um, your energy levels and then in episode two we kind of talked about well then the stories we tell ourselves and how we see things and how we saw our history and what we tell ourselves on a daily basis can really influence the emotions we feel that therefore really dictates our energy um, and it's about switching up the story and realizing that you are the creator of your life and you can see things completely different and change your whole situation just by telling it differently and seeing the situation differently so then in this episode talking about resistance it's kind of overcoming the blocks that in that we kind of put in front of us um, that inhibit our ability to do those things to feel good and to um, really exercise and get the most benefits out of it so the first one that I've really struggled with as well and I'm as I did a disclaimer in the last episode as well, but I'll do another one here that every time I sit down to record one of these podcasts, it's because it's what I need to hear and it's what I'm learning in this present moment and this week and this month and this year. So this is something that I've really had to learn um, is overcoming resistance to time um, and putting time constraints on things. I feel like when we say to ourselves I need to be a certain fitness level by this date or I need to complete something by this date or I need to have a six-pack by this date when we put a time limits on something it can be really restrictive to our sense of joy and fulfillment and this is where it kind of gets a bit tricky because when we goal set in exercise and it can be really rewarding to set goals and to kind of plan things you're always prompted to set a time limit um when you're setting the goals and like yeah i'll do this by this date but at the end of the day i truly believe that exercise is just meant to be really fun and satisfying and it's meant to light you up inside and give you energy and make you the best version of yourself 
And if putting a time limit for me made me feel anxious and stressed and like I wasn't getting anywhere quick enough, it became a major block into my fitness practice and it became something that was therefore the source of anxiety and it made me lack motivation rather than have motivation or it made me derive my motivation from a completely different place, from a place of real constriction and lack and always when I feel when I'm trying to achieve something from a place of lack. It, it feels really different and it, it feels negative in my body. And when I was going and I was working out with this time that I had to be, had to have a certain fitness by this date and it was all set in time, I when I'd work out, I wouldn't feel the endorphins. I wouldn't feel the endorphin rush. I wouldn't enjoy myself. I was almost, I was still going to the gym, but it was just a different feeling. It felt completely different in my body. So for me, I know when I just completely release time and I just say I am going into exercise to just completely enjoy myself because I know now from the years and years that I've been running and moving my body that when I go into, when I go in to the movement with the intention to have the most fun as possible, 100% of the time I will come out with the best results and I'll actually get the bitter a lot faster when I have a joy mindset and I'd go into it for the pure satisfaction of it because I will always come away super super energized and happy and the next day I wake up and I want to do it all again so I know now that when I release time it makes me enjoy it more and I also was listening to a podcast or maybe it was a a guided meditation from the Hay House Meditations And the lady, I'm not sure of her name, but I'll see if I can find it after I finish this recording and link it down below. But she said that um, there's, we have the ego and then we have like the soul and the higher self. And the ego runs in time, in time, space, reality, in the here and now and can measure things in time. And the higher self more often, or like the God within us and that kind of more spiritual side of things doesn't run in time and it kind of lives in a place where time doesn't exist and everything's happening all at once so in this meditation she said it's really easy to know when where a voice inside of you is coming from because if it's saying there's you don't have enough time and you're not getting somewhere fast enough and you have to be by here on this date and it's quite an anxious voice that's normally from the ego who lives in here and now whereas that universal soul part of you who is connected to the whole world doesn't live in that time space reality and that that part of you knows that you'll get exactly where you need to be in the most divine timing and everything is working out perfectly for you so I really thought that that was that really resonated with me and I came away from that being like wow that's really true and the same thing can I can relate it perfectly to that whole my relationship with exercise and fitness because I know that when I am fighting for a certain date and when I date things and and put pressure on myself with time it's normally for for ego it's for so that I can look a certain way for an event which is just ridiculous something silly like that which is just all fueling your ego when it comes and when it comes down to it 
like you never really win because with fitness you can always be fitter like there is no end game there's no like you're the fittest person in the world you can always improve and if you just set dates you'll get there and because you've been feeling anxious the whole time just because you do that 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 certain date isn't going to alleviate the anxiety or it didn't for me because I would just set a new date and then I would set a new time goal and it would just keep going and going and going and going and when I really came to the realization that fitness and movement I'm going to be doing it for the rest of my life and like I'm never going to be completely satisfied with my fitness because my journey is never going to end like it's going to just keep going on for the rest of my life and I kind of always want to be working towards something and I always want to be focusing on growth so if my if I always want to be growing and evolving and developing my skills then why put a time limit because I'm just going to set new ones and new ones and new ones it's kind of like I've just got an infinite time limit because I know that when I achieve something, I'm just going to set the bar a bit higher and a bit higher. So it doesn't really matter when I achieve it because I know I'm always going to be achieving and every day is a chance to achieve something new. So that's just my perspective and I think in the personal training world and definitely in the course that I did when I was personal training, they they get you to sit down with your client or they teach you to sit down with your client and set goals and put time limits on it. And... I just don't, I really don't think that for someone like me who is quite um, self-critical and can be, get really anxious in and have body image anxieties with time constraints, I just really didn't work for me and I never have done that with clients and I feel that it, it, yeah, there's so, it just constricts you as well and it kind of narrows your mindset and focuses on things that don't really matter because at the end of the day like the world is so huge and there's so many opportunities and there's so much to do and you're doing so many things in your life and movement can be a huge massive part of your life that brings you so much joy but putting time constraints and making it everything and being too caught up in it and making it cause you anxiety like that life's too short like there's just so much more to achieve and do and just using it as something that is gonna be a never-ending for the rest of your life joy practice can be so much more beneficial to your body as well and when your body is stressed and under pressure it's not it's not only going to not perform as well but it's not going to recover as well and in the recovery from exercise that's where we really grow it's in those times of rest that our muscles actually rebuild and we get fitter so we get fitter and we see muscle gains during the recovery period not actually the exercise itself because in the exercise itself we're tearing down our muscles and we're actually breaking our muscles apart so it's in that recovery period where we grow and we evolve and our body actually adapts and if we're anxious and stressed or we're overdoing it and we don't give ourselves enough recovery period our body doesn't have the space or the energy or it's not relaxed enough to actually grow to the best of its ability and to replace muscle and you've got to relax in order for that process to naturally happen and evolve and you to get fitter and faster and stronger in the future. So taking away things that make 
exercise anxious for you and realizing that there is no right or wrong there's no fail or succeed it's just something that you do to make you the best version of yourself every day and it's a way of clearing energy and creating energy and it's not something that you use to create deadlines and tick another thing off the to-do list that yeah can be another source of anxiety so time for me was a huge block that I had to move through and once I did I found it like life was so much easier so maybe thinking about what other things for you that when you think about exercise makes you really anxious if it's time or if it's being too self-critical and just alleviating that and knowing that exercise is lifelong and you'll be doing it for the rest of your life so there's no rush and if you miss a workout it doesn't really matter because you've got about 80,000 in the rest of your life so you and trusting that your body will you'll always move your body so it doesn't really matter if you have a week where you've been injured or you have a week where you've been really exhausted because you trust that when you feel better you'll move again and it's just trusting that you always find your way back home to that place of um, joy and satisfaction and vibrance and energy levels and not being so scared that oh if you miss one day like maybe you'll get drop off the horse and never go again it's knowing deep inside that you trust yourself that you'll always look after this body and move it in a way that feels really good in your bones and that feels like you're really loving yourself and developing this rich relationship with your bones and muscles and flesh and cells inside of you and it feels so good to do that and just knowing that you'll you trust your mind and your body to get back into rhythm when it's ready and just taking hands back hands up no time limit no ego issues no self-critical um anxiety problems you just know that you trust the process and you trust where your life is taking you in this moment and it'll all work out exactly the way that it was planned and i just want to tell a little story about um this that kind of tie it will kind of tie everything in as well about restrictions and um, the limits we put on ourselves. So I was personal training last week, one of my clients, and we were just walking um, for a bit and he was telling me this story about, um, I don't know why we were talking about hotels, but we somehow got on the topic of hotels and he was telling me this story about this cab driver who picked him up, who picked him up from... Um, Melbourne airport and was driving him to a hotel in Melbourne one time and they got to talking and they were just chatting about life and um, the cab driver asked my client like oh where have you come from and he's like oh I've come from Byron Byron Bay and the cab driver was like oh um, I'm actually just heading up that way really soon and my client was like oh like why like going for a holiday you're like what are you doing and the cab driver like pulls out this coffee cup and he's like, oh, I'm actually going to this coffee shop up there because I'm like obsessed with the coffee and I'm like addicted to it. And my client was like, oh, like thinking it's some like really amazing Italian or coffee or like organic coffee only grown in Byron or something like that. And he's like, oh, like what's the coffee called? Like maybe I've had it before and I've been in Byron. 
and the guy goes oh it's a wild bean it's it's from the service stations and my client was like what like what do you mean and they got to talking and he told the stories and basically the cab driver was obsessed with this wild bean coffee which you find at service stations in Australia which is like not good like known for being good coffee at all it's probably like some of the worst coffee that you can get but this guy was like obsessed with this service station coffee and like every time he had a little bit of money he would like go to this service station and like buy this coffee and he would like he's traveled around Australia and been to like 18 different service stations at a cold wild bean like around Australia and like he even like fell in love with one of the women who was working at one of the coffee shops in like Canberra or something but obviously that she had a boyfriend and like she thought he was really weird and like all this stuff and like he'd created this whole life around this wild bean coffee and as my client was telling me the story he was like kind of laughing like being like wow how crazy is that and I was laughing too and I was like yeah that's crazy but the story was kind of like gave me a little bit of anxiety and when I was driving home and I was like why is the story like giving me so much anxiety and it was I figured it out like after thinking about it a while and after a while and I was like oh it's because I think that would be really scary to live a life like that that's that seems so small in the scheme of things like to live your life around while like a service station that sells coffee and to like create this whole story that you're in love with this girl who sells it and like to every time you have a spare minute like travel around to the service stations around the world like that gave me a little bit of anxiety because like what a small life that is and like if only he knew what was really out there and like the depth and richness of experience that you can live and like the how like there's amazing coffee shops really everywhere and like that life is so much bigger than like a service station coffee and like imagine not being able to see that and like that being your life like that gave me like a little bit of anxiety that like oh my god like imagine that life is so big but you just couldn't see it and like that was all that consumed you and then as I got to thinking I was like wow like I have had my own wild bean for so long like I've had years where I've just been obsessed with like the gym and or like obsessed with this certain thing at the gym and just like dedicated all my time to it and I've just been thinking about it 24 7 and every action I would do would be to be around the gym and to try and control my body and to fit my body to look a certain way and that like I literally would spend like 23 out of 24 hours thinking about it and to the point where it's not healthy and it becomes really obsessive and controlling and restrictive and anxiety creating and I just thought like wow like that was just the wild bean coffee in a different certain way and that's why it kind of triggered me and resonated with me a little bit because when I was obsessed with the gym and had all these time constrictions and controlled everything that like life was so big and I was couldn't see it because I had this obsession kind of like in my face controlling everything and 
as soon as I stepped out of that and like realized what actually movement can be and how fun life is and how there's so many more richer more amazing things that you can do with your life and movement is just one completely insane aspect of that but it doesn't have to control you or cause you anxiety like I felt so opened up to the world and all that it could kind of provide me and it really got me thinking now when I find myself obsessing about something really small I'm kind of like oh like it's just wild bean coffee like it doesn't matter in the scheme of things it's just an obsession that can consume you and can seem it can kind of convince you that you should control your life around it. But in reality, and to anyone else that you would tell, they'd be like, that's something so tiny and kind of insignificant in the big wide world that we live in. And so, yeah, I think that my client was saying that um, he even had like the wild bean coffee cup in his car and like he like dated the day that he like bought that coffee and stuff. So now it's like in my visual like perception that when I'm um, doing something and I'm finding myself like overly obsessive and letting that certain thing control my life, I like picture this like wild bean coffee cup and I'm like blocking my vision and I'm like, doesn't matter. Like in the scheme of things, it's such a small like obsession and the world is so big and there's so much to explore and do and see and taste and touch and people to meet and places to go and knowing that just have fun with life and don't go crazy over things that don't really matter and your health obviously matters so much and it's probably like the basis of your life and it's so important to really love your body and dedicate time to looking after your body and moving it and feeding it and treating it with love and thinking about it lovingly but when it becomes the point where it controls your life and restricts you from living and doing other things that bring you joy and it blocks your vision to see how big and expansive your opportunities actually are and what you can achieve and do in life I think that's where it ticks over and be a little bit unhealthy and you can start to undo all the work that you obsessively are trying to do so just have a think about that maybe it's um exercise that you find yourself obsessing with sometimes or maybe it's something completely different that's your wild being coffee like maybe everything everyone kind of has this thing that if you were to tell someone they'd be like oh that's such a tiny aspect of life that it's so big but I just really think that we should all step back once in a while and really question um, how much energy we invest in things and where it gets to the point that that's no longer helpful and we should really just let go and trust the process of life and let life take over. And I'll just say one more story about this topic that's just come into my mind as well as I'm talking about this. But... um, I love the image of alchemy and um, creating things out of nothing. So basically alchemy is like two things coming together and creating something and then you can't uncreate it. So like if you put this element with this element and bind them together and then there's something completely different but you can't uncreated again so for example like if you were baking a cake and you have milk and eggs and sugar 
um, and flour and then you mix it together and then bake this cake then you've created you've taken elements and put it into something and now you've created and manifested something completely new that wasn't there before just out of elements of something so it's the idea of doing that and then it can't really be undone and you forever changed it and I do believe that we're like living in this body and there's there is an unconscious part of our bodies that that does processes that we're not quite aware of and like so you're digesting food and your cells are letting in salt and not letting in salt and letting in all these substances and you're regulating hormones and you're doing like all these super complex weird and wonderful things and you're doing them all unconsciously it's this other kind of like identity that's in you that's like doing all these processes that are quite complex and then you also have your mind and your conscious person who does things who eats food consciously and who moves and you massage your foot or whatever like that's a conscious thing that you're doing with your body so there's two kind of aspects it's like conscious and unconscious and when we move our body it's conscious we're putting in energy and we're doing something with our body but then there's also we also kind of have to step back and allow for that unconscious side the side that builds the muscle and the side that recovers and the side that absorbs the the exercise that we give it we have to trust that that part of our bodies will work and will put in like the equal amount of energy that we put in so it's kind of this like alchemy pot we put in exercise and we put in food and we put in thoughts and emotions and then this unconscious body does all these processes and absorbs the food and digests the food and recovers from the movement and then at the end of the day like this pot creates you and you're created from this transfer and this relationship of creation so I do think that trusting that part of you that unconscious part of you to do its job and to always find balance because our bodies are scientifically always trying to find balance and come back to balance so like trusting that that exists and knowing that it will work and it will bring you back into balance and you will absorb the food and you will absorb the exercise to the best of your ability and that you will benefit from it and when I used to exercise from a really anxious place and I had time constrictions and I had restrictions put in place and it became obsessive I was not trusting that other part of me I was like I didn't really even know it existed I wasn't even thinking about this when I was doing it but I was didn't trust my body to to find balance again it's kind of like I had to control it I had to do everything myself consciously because I didn't really trust that my I had this other part of me who was working with me in this creation of this body because you do like you it's not you there's there's two parts the unconscious and the conscious that are creating your body so I also think that that's a really important part of releasing restrictions is to trust that other part of you and to trust that you're always going to find balance and it's in your nature to be healthy it's in your nature and your when you're in your most natural state and you're free from stress and anxiety your body can find balance again and come back to full health so it's knowing that that 
pathway always exists and it's just finding a way back there and trusting that you will get back there no matter what and that it, it exists at the end of the day that that place exists so yeah I really encourage you to take a step back and look if you're putting any restrictions or what's causing you anxiety and realizing that maybe it's not worth the time and it's not worth the effort because it's actually undoing everything that you're trying to do and just releasing and trusting and knowing deep inside of you that you're just meant to have fun and that your body is really wise so if you can have fun feel good and move your body with love and give it lots of love then you're always going to be the most happiest and the most successful so hopefully I can give you some of that and you can take it away and kind of benefit from that and at the end of the day like I just really want to um, spread the word that exercise isn't punishment and it's shouldn't cause your anxiety and it shouldn't make you feel uncomfortable and it shouldn't be overly painful it should be like challenging it pains a great teacher but it shouldn't be kind of torturous it should be this satisfying enjoyable fun way to evolve so yeah I hope that you've taken that something away from this little podcast recording Uh, and as always I'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic and yes send me a message but i hope you enjoy and have a lovely day wherever you are in the world Mm